Hi, and welcome to the Cybex Hot Mom Walk podcast. Cybex started this series as a recent study found that 80% of women at three months postpartum say they feel more alone than ever. Designed to help mitigate feeling isolated, the Cybex Hot Mom Walk podcast series aims to help moms across North America cope with the feeling of isolation and the huge identity shift. Hi everyone, my name is Katie Watkins. I am an online creator um, as well as a working mom of three little kids. I recorded an earlier podcast um, on the subject of mom guilt and I'm here today to kind of extend that conversation with my sister who will introduce herself now. Hi, I'm Liz Watkins. I'm Katie's youngest sister and business partner. That's right. Um, (laughs) We have three other sisters right Liz yes um we are uh, we have six six children in our family so that's why she said she's the youngest and Liz and I what a year and a bit ago started a small business just over a year yeah yeah we didn't acknowledge at all by accident Yes, we forgot our one-year anniversary completely, but that's okay. Uh, it's an apparel business called Kinworth Co. If you decide to check it out, but that is sort of besides the point. We're here today to extend the conversation about mom guilt because, as you'll remember, if you listen to the other pod, there were so many comments and so much feedback about how mom guilt has affected women's careers and those choices that they've made, or just their like approach to work and or like. Like, you know, slowing down progress in their career and things like that, which is really upsetting to hear, but not super surprising. Very true. Yeah. Liz, you, you I didn't even introduce your, your child. Okay. Yes. <laughs> I'm mom of one and a half right now. <laughs> no. um, my daughter is almost 20 months. Her name's Florence. She's wonderful. And I'm expecting a baby coming early November. So, so soon. I've got about 11 weeks to go. Yeah, that's just, that's so crazy. It's going to be a big shakeup. So she's joining the like multiple momhood, which, I mean, I have so much respect for all moms, but I feel like moms of more than one just are living a different life. It's different. I've heard it's going to be a big change. Big I've transition. heard it's a harder shift from from one to two than from zero to one yeah i don't know about because i mean zero to one was like pretty dramatic well you don't know that's the thing no i think i always find that question hard to answer actually because zero to one is dramatic and you don't know what the heck you're doing and it brings oh so many challenges one to two and i think it it just super depends on your age gap right yours is going to be very similar to my one to two which was uh 22 months 22 months is it the same yeah oh my god we're identical so I found that I did find that hard um, because like two under two for a bit. Your toddler is still very much a baby. She is. Yeah. Yeah. And then you're introducing another baby with its its needs and potentially a new line. A new line. Oh, we for us, <laughs> for our business. Yes, it's true. We're hoping the timing to... might be a little precarious, but we're, we're gonna to, make it work. We're trying to come up with a holiday launch, basically right when Liz will have a newborn. And you're fully our tech person. You do all you do all the things that make the actual business run. I think we can do a lot of it in advance. <laughs> we're going to 
to try to, but let's not talk about that right now. But on that topic, we wanted to talk today about being moms and entrepreneurs. Um, thing about Liz and I, we both also have full-time jobs. So the reason I had brought up Florence in the first place, well, A, she, she needs to be introduced, but also I wanted, the reason I thought Liz would be so great to have on here today is not only because we own a small business together, but also because she very recently went back to work. And I think like so much of the feedback I got around mom guilt was around people feeling guilt around putting their children in daycare or getting comments about that or progressing in their career and how some companies don't like super obviously value women who go off to have babies and come back. So you've you've recently come back to the workforce. How's it been for you? Yeah, I came I when I returned to work. And you've got was, a lot of a long mat leave. From anyone in the US listening, I think it always blows your mind that we get like up to eighteen months, which is what you took, Liz. Six, I took sixteen. Yeah. It's amazing. That's such a privilege. Huge um, privilege. Yeah, and I uh, I don't take that for granted, but yeah, I returned to work nine weeks pregnant. <laughs> which happens felt, a lot. <laughs> yeah, which definitely made me feel badly. Like, Which is crazy that you felt badly about it. Well, yeah, because I, I'm not going to family plan around giving work long enough of a time with me. Like, it, like what is that number? It doesn't exist, first of mm-hmm. all. But yeah, so I went back nine weeks pregnant, um, and I'll work for six months before I go off again. Mm-hmm. It's been good. I mean, better than I thought. I'm really lucky that... Like Florence, my daughter did adjust well to daycare, yep. and I can tell she really loves it, which makes it easier on me. You're also um, working from home. So working nice. from home, so managing like her being sick, which unfortunately happens a lot in the first few months of daycare, mm-hmm. has been easier. Likewise, my partner works from home a lot and mm-hmm. is a bit more flexible with hours. Like it's generally, I like to be online during common work hours. I think for my role in particular, whereas for his, he can do stuff in the evenings more easily. So yeah. give him some credit for taking on some of the sick days. That's for sure. Yeah. 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 Well, I'm glad it's been okay. It's um, been good. And then I didn't maybe feel as out of the loop as I thought I would because we did start Kenworth while I was on mat leave. Oh, that's good. And a good segue. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, while Liz was on mat leave, we launched our, our small business. And what we think we want to kind of focus on today is like, yeah, those conversations around sort of doing something for yourself has nothing to really do with your kids as a mom and what that brings to your life and the challenges it brings as well. But also... But drawing on the experience of being a mom though too, which is great because it, I feel like both of us... Being a mom really inspired us to do what we did with Kenworth, right? It's very mom-focused business. And not. Like, it doesn't have to be. But I think we got a lot of our inspiration from experiences as moms. Yeah, we did. So it really... I don't know that we would have launched a business if we weren't moms. But then also... And that, and that also lends itself to the other point that we thought we wanted to make today, which is, like, why moms are actually, like, awesome entrepreneurs. Yes. Or maybe not awesome, but maybe why moms try it out so much that they do. You see so many moms with their little, I shouldn't say little, it's so demeaning, but, like, their side hustles and their yeah. Etsy Small shops and I things like that. Yeah. 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 Something you can do, something you can do on the side while not quite giving up your career and diving in because that's a big risk. And not having to answer to anyone else on their timelines or Mm -hmm. And being able to manage it around motherhood and all of your things, all that. Yes. Commitments with that. So why would you say, Liz, that uh, 
a mom makes like such a great entrepreneur. Actually, you know what? First question to you. What do you think of the the word mompreneur? <laughs> Tell I me mean, how you really feel. I like to think it's a well-intentioned word, but it kind of reminds me of like CEO, which again, girl boss, potentially well-intentioned, but I think like it you don't need to qualify the fact that an entrepreneur is a mom or a woman. Mm-hmm. Um, which I think that's what it's doing and I'm not convinced it's helping women or moms to to have that qualifier in there so totally agree I think mom entrepreneur I'm an entrepreneur who's also a mom I know it's funny I always find it a struggle too even like working mom is kind of a funny phrase for the same reason like we don't call them working dads but I also take like pride in being a mom and that other title we're sitting here about to talk about why moms make such great entrepreneurs so it's supposed to be like a positive adjective but I think I'm more on the side of we don't need it to be a merged word you can be an entrepreneur and then if you're describing yourself and would like to share that you're also a mom yeah that's the right approach maybe. yeah it goes back to why I always try not to like when I introduce myself to first say that I'm a mom it made sense in these podcasts to bring it up quite quickly given the subject matter but I always started by saying like I'm a creator and a working mom (laughs) because my I need to work on my bio yeah I'm funny. We all do. I know. <laughs> I play soccer. I like, I, <laughs> I like really corny memes. I love reality TV shows. Yes. I enjoy takeout as much as yes. possible. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So we don't love the word mompreneur. Why do we think that moms are good at being entrepreneurs though? Let's draw some similarities there, like reasons why we think we can do it. Yeah, I think um, I think about it like an entrepreneur and oftentimes you probably have a strength in one area of entrepreneurship, but there's going to be a lot of areas that you've never done before. Oh, totally yeah. uncharted waters. Like, I don't know, we had to figure out, I mean, shipping I think was really challenging for us. Neither mm-hmm. of us had a lot of experience with that. Zero experience. And so expensive. Mm-hmm. And then I think about becoming a mom for like the first time, I mean, talk about uncharted territory. <laughs> like I, there was so much you didn't know. Um, and so it was a lot about being resourceful, yeah. um, which of course you have to be as an entrepreneur. And I think also like, I like to think and hope that women know that there is a network of moms out there for them. Mm-hmm. Um, hope so. and that, that is so valuable and would help you so much to ask, ask your friends or find an internet friend or whatever it is, to ask your questions or share your experiences or vent, whatever you need to do. And entrepreneurs will be more successful if they start putting themselves out there, Mm -hmm. ask for help. Connecting with other entrepreneurs. Yeah, and entrepreneurs are willing to talk about their experiences. Mm-hmm. They're quite happy to, to no share. gatekeeping. Yeah, I find they're just like, I mean, come on, so many entrepreneurs fail. So I think anyone is out there being like, how can I help? And let me tell you what stumped me so that you don't spend as much time on it. Yeah, we found so many people to be super helpful. Yeah, Good. and just offering help so freely, which is... Yeah. So lovely to see. Really lovely to see. And then you sort of talked about resourcefulness, like the whole idea too of just like getting things done when you can. Very much like both mom life and entrepreneur life for sure. Yes. And this is a concept that comes up for me at work a lot That's they say about like uh, done is better than perfect. Mm-hmm. And I think that at least for me applies to motherhood a lot. <laughs> <laughs> well, because perfectionism can be such a thing. 
Yeah, too. and you know, are they are they dressed? Are they happy? Have they eaten enough? Okay, great. Maybe it wasn't like a perfectly balanced meal that time, but or maybe that's you fine. didn't do like all the amazing activities that will stimulate their brain that day. Exactly. But they're probably very much fine and happy. <laughs> and that's the same thing with entrepreneurship, right? Like get it out there. Like they usually say, I think if you're really proud and happy with your like first product launch, then you launch too late. <laughs> yeah, right. And like then that was such a thing for us when we were trying to get our first launch out the door. There were so many times where we were like delaying, 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 trying to get certain things done. And I know there were a few points where we just looked at each other and we're like, we just have to launch it. Yeah. Like, just, let's just do it. Yeah. <laughs> it's not perfect yet. That's okay. Let's go anyway. Otherwise, we will never launch. Yeah. We'll be sitting on this. Yeah. I mean, I think it, I, like, I'm still proud of our launch product. Me too. Obviously, we changed it. Yeah. Um, it keeps evolving. Yeah. And, and that's, that's entrepreneurship in a lot of ways. I think it's motherhood too. So. Yeah. Definitely. There's definitely a lot of parallels. Should we talk about, this is a little bit off the cuff, but I think just so many people are like, how? How could you possibly, with little children, fit mm-hmm. that in? Plus, in my case, I was working full time. It's tricky. I think number one is we, you have to do it at very odd hours. Yes. So we almost exclusively only worked in the evenings. Like very rarely did we have calls during the day. Yeah. Usually after the kids were in bed. So we were up late a lot. Yeah. And we did, we did a lot of asynchronous work. I feel like we would come together and be like, I thought about this. I thought about that. We would give each other tasks and separate and do them. And we were lucky in that, or maybe it's not lucky, but we actually had talked about it for like a year before we started making any moves. So I think we had like a lot of those ideas banked, which I wouldn't actually say was maybe a good thing. We probably should have moved forward faster but yeah yeah but how else do we do it I think that like yeah, how do we do it? I think you have to feel so passionate about it or we would have dropped it so many times and continue to right like you were talking earlier about motivation being a thing for you it continues to be yeah. a thing for us because we basically we do like limited drops so we'll kind of come up with a new line and we don't like order by we don't order more based on sales we we make what we make and like that's it. So what ends up happening with us is we get like very excited around a launch, yeah. all the hype, we do the photos, we do the big online launch, all the yeah. reels are going out and the TikToks and then we sell the majority and then we coast for a while. And then we coast <laughs> and we say very little because like real life sets in, we have a lot, we have other things and other priorities yeah. to do and we kind of lose the motivation again, but we're so passionate about the project and the concept and everything that we keep going back yeah. to it. I, I'm trying to remember, like, how did you do it? And I was like, I just remember just sitting with Florence on my lap, thinking about things or the computer on my lap and her, whatever, beside me, whatever. And I think it's like, your days can get kind of monotonous, with, especially with a newborn. Mm-hmm. And so it was really exciting to have something new and it was challenging mm. and it was stimulating to my brain and it kind of reminds me of like anything like when you first start it is usually a bit more challenging like oh I'm gonna get back into working out because I haven't in a little bit and like the first few workouts are like <sighs> death and then you start loving it because it makes you feel great yeah um, and you remember that feeling and so like at first it was like oh I don't really have the capacity to take on something else but then when you got in the swing of it and you like you start prioritizing it and fitting it in it's the thing with it anything fit. it just started fitting it's the and thing with any it. if you feel strongly enough about it you will find the time you can't make more hours in the day 
Um, and don't get us wrong, like, there were times where... I'd rather we, be napping than packing orders. Yes, for sure. <laughs> or we couldn't get together. You know, things got pushed for whatever reason. And I know I felt... Because my kids were older, right? You're, Florence would go to bed young uh, earlier. And my kids knew when I was leaving the house and were not happy about it. So I experienced a lot of guilt around leaving them. Especially yeah. around launch period. We do almost everything from Liz's house because she's got the space for our inventory and stuff like that. So I was always leaving my home... Uh, usually when they were in bed, but sometimes like right before bed kind of thing. Cause I didn't want to stay up till 2 AM doing work. No. So if I could get out of the house around like 7.30, that would be ideal. Yeah. 7.38. So yeah, I definitely struggled with guilt around leaving them. But, and I sort of told this story earlier, Liz, like there's just been, it's like, it's so nice to see them like being aware of what we're doing. Oh, I and they love it. In the early and they're days, so proud. I remember all of a sudden I'd hear Josephine or someone say say something like it's my about um mummy's business and I was like that's so sweet. <laughs> I know. And for some reason it's like different than my day job, my career. They don't seem to see the same like <laughs> have the same pride in that. I think that's just like that's how mummy gets paid. But right. with this, they're like, they're proud of it. And they make comments and they tell their friends about it. I mean, it's also something they can see tangibly, right? Right. Um, when last, our last drop, we did a kid's line and they loved it. They were in the photos they were in the and photo the campaign shoot. photos. So it was very sweet. So there's yeah. a lot of pride in that. What would you say has been one of the biggest challenges for you, Liz? I mean, we talked about it a little bit. Like sometimes the motivation for me goes up and down. Because money is not the motivating factor. <laughs> let's just, let's just say that. Let's <laughs> just say it's difficult to make sustainable Canadian products and make money. It um, is. It is. Darn our ethics. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I think staying motivated year-round has been challenging. I mean, and that's sort of one of the benefits of it being our business is that things have been flow with our lives and we haven't, like, we don't hound each other on, like, having to work on the next line or whatever if it's just not making sense. Mm-hmm. But that's that's when having like a nine-to-five type job, you're a little bit more forced to do the work. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. What about you? What's been most challenging for you, do you think? I think it's just been... I think it's been the trying to find the time to do it. Yeah. I find that, I find that tricky, obviously. I've got, you know, I like to load my plate with many, many things. Trying to explain, again, it goes back to mom guilt, trying to explain to my kids why I need to go work on it when I do. Right. I mean, around launch period, I'm here like every night for like three weeks straight kind of thing. It gets really busy. So just trying to explain that to them. But like I said, I've seen how they've started to understand it more um, and that makes it easier. But when there is not like a financial gain, you know, maybe maybe one day, but when there's no financial (laughs) gain, it's also a little bit harder to justify, which is silly because it does so much more for me, right? And maybe that's what we should talk about next is like, you know, why? Why do you do it? And, like, what has it brought to your life, if anything? Right. Uh, Well, I think there's a lot of things. Like, the mission of our company is something that was obviously and still is very important to us, which is supporting women in all areas of their lives. Reminding them of their worth. Reminding them of their worth. And I think... Perhaps we should stop to say what our product is. (laughs) Just so you... Just a quick, quick... Um, explainer there is that it's um, apparel like sweatshirts and tees mostly that have 
um, reminders or affirmations, you might call them, printed on them, but in, in reverse, a mirror yeah. image, so that you can read them when you're looking in a mirror. And they're nice things like you are enough and you are a good mom and um, you are strong. You can do hard things. Yeah. Phrases um, like that. Yeah. Yeah. So onlookers can't really read it clearly. Yeah. But you can see it in the mirror. It's a really nice little reminder. It is. And then we've also been able to weave in a lot of kickbacks to char- charitable organizations, which is something that, well, I think we did a recap at some point of our last few months and both of us, like a standout moment was when we made our donation to uh, Heidi's Hope. Yeah, the London Health Sciences Foundation for Metastatic Breast Cancer. Yeah. Yeah. And then most recently, actually, similar to Cybex, because they, they do some work with uh, sick kids in Toronto. Yes. Our most recent line had a kickback to Sick Kids through Mom Halo. Through Mom Halo. Which is like a Toronto-based um, organization for moms. So that's been really meaningful for sure. Definitely. And then I, and then from a personal perspective, I mean, for my uh, like 9 to 5 job that I do, I work with entrepreneurs. And I had always wanted to start my own shop. And this was like an opportunity to do that. And I think I, you know, probably had some imposter syndrome around if I could Mm -hmm. do it myself or not. And so it's just nice to see it living and working and people can check out and we ship our product to people and they want to buy it. And those are all exciting things. Super exciting. It's always weird when someone buys something. Yeah. I always have this moment of like, really? (laughs) Even though, (laughs) even though I love our product and I understand why someone would want to buy it. I'm always so surprised when someone does, (laughs) like in the best way. And I think when you've wanted to do something for so long and then you start to doubt whether or not you're going to do it, like, you know, it was really nice. I mean, it just worked out really well that you were also wanting to kind of branch out on your creator life um, and have a product to go with it. Yeah. And to have someone to do it with. So I think like having a co-founder. Huge. Huge. Like I, I don't I know if I done could it be a solo own. entrepreneur. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know how they do it. That would be very, very tough. Especially because Liz and I bring very different skills to it. So that's been so super helpful. Yes. And you just need someone to keep pushing you too. Like we think you and I have both had like down times where we were kind of like out of it a little bit. Like not. I for sure wasn't getting off the couch those nights if you didn't show up at my house. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Liz likes to go to bed early and I like pop in. <laughs> She's already asleep. I'm it's like, an accountability person that you need for like anything. Oh, not anything, but a lot of things. For yeah. Sure. Yeah. Good times. Mumpreneurship. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> no, wrong word. So, if you had to give advice to someone who was maybe thinking about like starting their own business, what do you think it would be as an experienced entrepreneur? <laughs> Very experienced. Um, a mom. Are we talking? Yes, a mom. Yes. I think, I mean, similar to what I was saying before is to trust in yourself. You know, you can find, you can find the time if you'd like to and that it will get easier as you go. I think that's a good thing to keep in mind. And also, I think if you try it and then it's too much, that's okay. Yeah. (laughs) Like, I think then you've kind of, maybe you've scratched the itch a little if that's, you know, what you were, you know, hoping for and it's not a failure necessarily if it doesn't work out I think it's a good like you did try it so that's yeah. what's, that's the success what's that what's that saying about like I'm sure that through your work you get a few of those sayings but I know like just generally people say you know your, your biggest regrets will be things you didn't do not things you did yeah exactly like I think don't be afraid to put yourself out there um is one thing as well I think people are like well imposter syndrome is real and sort of what we were talking about 
earlier, people thinking their product's not good enough. It's like, or whatever it is, product service, whatever. But, you know, just try it. And like, if anyone's, if if anyone is thinking in their mind that that was a weak attempt, like, well, who cares about them? Like, Mm -hmm. it's something for you to try, see if you like it. And frankly, most people's businesses or side hustles, whatever they are that they stick with, usually isn't the first one that they've tried, mm-hmm. right? That's true. Yeah, and I mean, we're not far enough in now to give any advice in terms of, like, knowing when to quit. <laughs> we might no. be there, and we might not know it. <laughs> um, but I totally agree that you should just try. Because, like, for us, for example, it had been on our minds for a long time. We, I think most people, like, have a product, but they don't know how to put it out there. Whereas, I don't, I think you're the same. I knew I wanted to, like, to have a product yes. and to be an entrepreneur, but I didn't know what it was. We didn't know what the product was. Yeah. I, I just knew I wanted it to be something to do with like empowering moms. Um, and I knew how we'd get it out there. And Yeah, we didn't know what it was. Yeah, it's funny how we went about it. But I would say just like in line with what I was talking about with mom guilt and just like having an identity outside of motherhood, like it's, it's so fulfilling to have this like other piece of your life that isn't really like w- while it was motivated by being a mom it's not it's not about that you're not you know you're not like uh it's not you're not helping your kid out by starting a small business necessarily although we could argue that it's creating some really great life lessons but it's just something for yourself and bring fulfillment to your life which is really nice and in your case yeah for moms to have yeah so and in your case like on mat leave like really getting your brain going again (laughs) yeah that's true (laughs) that's helpful but even for me, like super busy, not on mat leave, trying to juggle all the things, I still found it like so great, like different, something I felt passionate about again, you know? Yeah, and it's I think not that I don't like feel proud of myself for your work, uh, your for, career. for my work, my career, but it was a different kind of proud, which yeah. is nice. Yeah. Of us. Yes, yeah, yeah, I feel like we could do a whole other pod on like the dynamics of being sisters and co-founders, <laughs> but we've figured it out. Yes. It's tricky. It's was, not that tricky. It's not that tricky. It would be trickier with, with others. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, thanks so much for yeah. listening. Thanks for having me on the pod. Well, thanks for being here, and thanks everyone for tuning in to the Cybex Hot Mom Walk podcast series. Follow the Cybex Spotify channel for more updates and for new episodes. Bye!